0: You're listening to Around the King's Table, a podcast of the Mount Church in Clemson, South Carolina, with Pastor George Marshall and Pastor Brian Mann. Pull up a chair and listen in as they seek to serve up biblical dialogue for building disciples of Jesus. Well, welcome to episode 23 of Around the King's Table. In case you missed the voiceover, our aim is to serve up biblical dialogue for building disciples, disciples. of Jesus. I'm Brian, and, and I'm, I'm joined George. by you, George. And today we're wanting to go further in our series "Love in Hard Places." Uh, so far, we've tried to address patience in discipling, counseling the sorrowing, and aiding in adopting and/or fostering children. And to piggyback off of that last one somewhat, uh, we want to give this episode to biblical parenting. Mm -hmm. And as we head in that direction, uh, we, of course, always want to affirm uh, the blessing of children. Absolutely. The joy of parenting, the grace it is to have and hold and steward and develop a family. Uh, All of that, we say, is a a true gift of God to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, That said, George... Uh, Parenting, and specifically biblical parenting, uh, can obviously be very demanding,
1: Uh
0: very challenging, and even very heartbreaking Uh at times. Uh, It can be a very hard place. And yet as a parent and as a church seeking to serve children and their parents, it's another place where God has called us to love. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. And I'll just have us begin with this. So, George, as succinctly as possible, uh, why can parenting
1: be a hard place? Mm. Well, to start, I mean, just the, the the fact that the these are underdeveloped brains and hearts, and there's so many things that they just don't know. That's going to be a primary thing. But yeah. but ultimately, we're discipling sinners, yeah. While we are ourselves sinners, yeah. Um, they're in one of the greatest places to see us fail as mm-hmm. sinners, that's gonna make it hard. Yeah. So
0: that was the first thing on my my list here was the fall. Yeah. Us and them. <laughs> and them. them and us. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. So we are we are, as you said, seeking to evangelize, disciple, parent, sinners from mm-hmm. birth. And we are ourselves, even so, if even true. if believers, uh, regenerate people. Uh, we are not yet glorified people, Correct. and uh, you, you live in constant uh, proximity and interaction uh, with other sinners. <laughs> there will be uh, sparks. Yes, right. Okay. Um, any any word uh, on just like the the, the cultural um, milieu
1: surrounding us right now as it relates to parenting? It's hard. Uh, I mean, the the whole idea of whether or not, you know, what it means to really parent versus, you know, if if it's all about self-esteem, parenting looks very different than if it's Mm. about preparing them for a life. Mm
0: -hmm. Of faithfulness to Jesus. Of faithfulness to Jesus. Right, exactly. Those are different
1: worldviews. They're different goalposts. Mm -hmm. And they're going to change the way we parent.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I was also thinking uh, just on the way over that there are real principalities and powers at mm-hmm. play as well. Yeah. So it's not just that we are, um, you know, sinners and dealing with sinful hearts uh, in abstraction from real forces, principalities and powers that are at play upon both us and our children and mm-hmm. within our parenting as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of specific instances in scripture um, where uh, you have parents who have children who are being demonically influenced, possessed, or, or whatever right. it is, and Jesus is coming onto the scene to to free these children from uh-huh. uh, some of the the effects of of these principalities. And so, just as I thought about that, just an acknowledgement of the fact that, especially uh, for um, Christian homes, we probably feel it even more. Uh, right. We're not blind or ignorant to it, sure, um, or or maybe we are and shouldn't be,
1: but uh, sometimes, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. But there the, there is a real a real devil. There are real principalities. There are real powers and forces uh, that are opposed to the kind of gospel ministry and biblical parenting that we're bringing mm. into uh, the 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 lives of our children. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So speaking generally, then, just ask you, how has parenting been both happy Uh and maybe also hard uh, for you and for Kim over the last uh, 20 years or so, right? Julie, uh, no, it's not Julianne. It's Jennifer. Yeah, Jen. She's 19? 19. Okay, she's almost
1: 20, right? Almost 20. Okay, so almost 20 years. It'll be sooner than it will be later. Yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm um well i have awesome awesome kids yeah. uh, they have different personalities they have different interests yeah um i could use a little bit more love for books and for languages <laughs> but you know whatever you take what you get i, I mean <clears> that's um, what makes it a in a hard place
0: is because they don't they don't they want to read don't want to read do, and they
1: don't want to practice german yeah, that's yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. um uh, i've seen you know uh, uh, jenna tackle <laughs> global missions yeah um I've seen artistic skills and musical abilities that far outstrip anything. I may have thought I could do once upon a time. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so good things, just getting to have conversations and, and a ripe opportunity to, to evangelize, to, mm-hmm. to teach biblical truth um, right there in the home. Mm-hmm. Um, while yeah, it can be daunting to have them looking at you. It's also a great opportunity. And and that's a, that's a joy in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um some hard things. I mean, you get to experience both unbelief, but then also some adamant unbelief, like actually opposition yeah. um, as you try to, you know, engage them in Christian worship, in you know, mm-hmm. spiritual disciplines, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it isn't just, uh, hey, I don't want to do it, but I'm actively going to oppose. Um, that's definitely hard for a parent um, seeing somebody reject Christ uh, vocally. Mm-hmm. Um, can be very, very hard for a Christian parent. Um, yeah. and we, we've seen some of that, um, dealing with the culture's authority, um, or their sense of what authority really looks like has been a hard thing. Um, yeah. maybe a different time or place that may not have been so hard, but currently our culture, um, has very much lessened what a, what a, what a parent should be able to do in some senses and kind of put an all that responsibility onto the child. Mm-hmm. um, which which makes it difficult for children who are not ready to carry that responsibility or think they are but really don't have a good view for what that looks like um and then yeah definitely one of the hard things is just that intense individualism going on right now yeah um that makes it really hard to parent because it's a rejection of not only like so we had you are part of a collective you're part of a collective but also like we, we kind of, even in Christian discipleship, we say you imitate those who went before. So you mm-hmm. imitate your elders, you imitate others in the body who mm-hmm. have you know, been there longer. And you regenerate heart to regenerate heart. Yep, yep, yep. And so this intense maybe individualism in says, yeah. I'll do it my own way. And that's actually right. what the world should be doing, is doing it their own way and rejecting all other sources of authority. So I guess it plays with the authority as well, but maybe from a different angle. Hmm. Um and then just seeing our sins and our quirks in our children—that's mm-hmm. both a good thing, Anna, and and can be a hard thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, seeing how they respond to conflict, how they respond, you know, to somebody you know, giving them a hard time, nudging them a little bit—you yeah. can see yourself come out, and that can be good or bad. And sometimes it's been a good thing. And just kind of seeing—I'm fairly ironic, hopefully not sardonic—but <laughs> seeing that come out is is good at times, and at other yeah. times it's like, ooh, we need to curb that. Maybe maybe think about how that. Is received by christ so yeah always stings a bit when they catch you in your sin right and exactly can
0: say, tell you that you need to repent
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah okay that was really good brother thank you um how do we see some of the challenges of parenting in the bible uh, what sure. kind of difficulties are assumed on the pages of scripture
1: okay well, one that hits close to home losing children in a crowd yeah uh, bible mm-hmm. talks about you know kind of kids Mm -hmm. going their own way and sort of Mm -hmm. and and parents the the frustration of parenting when you have a a kid not present and not within your reach to do you mean when jesus was lost i do (laughs) i do you know i mean but i mean it was just as hard on mary i'm sure where is this kid i don't
0: think jesus was going with the with the 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 crowd there oh i meant yeah i know know. yeah. yeah I know. Well, I was going to go in the direction of like <laughs> kind of going with you there. Just in the, the big idea, one of the big ideas anyway in Proverbs seems to be uh, this idea of uh, the fear of man mm-hmm. and um, peer pressure, especially right at the beginning. And, um, you know, uh, Solomon really speaking to his kids and being like, like, don't you need to put that off. Right. You know, Don't don't go with the crowd. You need to go with God.
1: Yeah. That generally and in specific, so that's going to be another area where the Bible, you know, definitely speaks to the challenge of challenge of parenting. You know, as kids become, you know, sort of approaching that age where they start, you know, looking at Mm. significant others and that sort of thing can be, Mm -hmm. you know, sexual tension and sin um, is Mm -hmm. something we have to deal with as parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Discipline that works. You have examples like Eli and Samuel, who both, Mm -hmm. you know, Eli right from the start were kind of given a very bad impression where he's just not handling his kids very well and they're even engaged as priests and doing they're quite, wicked men they're wicked men right. Right. But yeah but even samuel who's you know this big he's the rescue after eli and his children mm-hmm pretty much when it comes down to it, his kids aren't much better. Right. Um, and so the, the nation comes to him saying, you know, your, your kids aren't following your ways. Give us a King. It's one of the excuses they use, yeah. um, to do it. So how we discipline of course, is then going to be a, a, something we see in scripture as a hard thing. Um, we're told, you know, not to you know, push our kids too hard. Uh, the, the word is escaping me all of a sudden, but yeah, that we're, we're not supposed to be trying to tear them down, or destroy their spirits. Mm. Um, so anyway, that um, the need for wisdom, um, the the presence of sin. Right. So you know, the scripture speaks a lot to just the presence of sin in all of us. But you yeah. know, as we come to kids, that's it's helpful to know that yeah. scripture gives that counsel. Yep. That way, we don't assume innocence. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, kids learn lying at a really early age. They learn right. stealing and taking possession at a really early age. Mm-hmm. Um, when well, you think
0: about like they don't even. The, the, it's not like they come into the world; they come out of the womb, and they're like quoting scripture at you. They're like they have no, <laughs> they have no knowledge of, right. of of biblical revelation or anything like that. That's why you get into a passage like Deuteronomy six, which finds yeah. many, many, echoes throughout Scripture. Yeah. But it's like as parents, you're supposed to be wearing scripture on your forehead, and you know, on your you know, whatever, re- repeating wear, Everywhere you're sitting on your door, repeating it on your everywhere. Like, you're
1: walking by the way, right. lie down, yes. get up. Did not you preach that
0: somewhere? I right did. Reason, yeah. Re- yeah, just recently. <clears throat> right. So it's just scripture everywhere. Yeah right and there's a reason for that because they don't come into the world knowing God yeah. or knowing themselves or anything like this but God has made those things known and so we
1: were called as parents to, to make those things known right uh, to our children yeah, yeah, yeah. that I had down here as is, is training yeah mm-hmm. just- doing yeah. that biblical training and uh-huh. then inheritance, you know, I mean, scripture speaks to it. We don't want to, I mean, it's not like it's the main deal, but mm-hmm. certainly how we relate to our parents, how we're to honor them. So mm-hmm. kind of how you pass that on so that they know there is a, a right way to handle people and honor people and respect people and care for people um, in a society. Mm-hmm. That's something scripture speaks to in the challenges yeah. and then how to deal with illness, death of a parent. Uh, we see that in scripture, um, and how that has an effect on a family. Mm-hmm. Um, what immediately comes to mind, I guess, maybe is not so much it's parenting, but you know, basically Ruth and Naomi and and, and that situation as you see spouses lost and, and family. It's kind of a built family. It's not our core parenting family, but
0: yeah, yeah. I, a couple of other things I would kind of throw in there. I mean, obviously, I mean, you look at uh, the very first family in the Bible of Adam and you have Eve and you have Cain and you Cain have Abel, Abel right? Uh-huh. And they have a son who does not know the Lord, does not love right. the Lord, murders his brother. <laughs> I mean, that's the first family after sin has taken right. over uh, the world, in, in a sense. And and so already from the from the jump, you're you're going okay. Well, here's a problem in the in the home. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, that you're going to have to deal with, and it's it is there is uh, there's violence. Uh, there is self righteousness uh, that that's you know explicit in, in these accounts uh, with Cain and, and Abel and, and just sibling rivalry mm-hmm. and um, yep. you think of later on favoritism
1: uh, with Joseph yeah 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 yeah
0: <laughs> you think about I think it's not, is it Malachi at the towards the very back of the Old Testament the English Bibles um, where he uh, talks about uh, fathers and sons being at odds with one another. And, right. But that uh, God is the Lord is going to, you know, send his servant and he's going to, to write that relationship. There's going to be reconciliation between fathers and sons, but it's just saying yeah. that there is a conflict, you know, in the home uh, mm-hmm. between uh, parent and, and children and these kinds of things. Not everything is the way that it was supposed to be or intended to be originally sure. or eventually. Um, there is a there's a real problem right now in the world that manifests itself in our our homes and our families and our relationships uh, as, as parents and, and as children um, so yeah I think you see in uh, <clears throat> again coming kind of back to the us side of the fall uh, you, th- you think of a, a passage like Hebrews 12 um, and uh, how uh, the writer there he he's very gracious to, to parents uh, you know or fathers specifically mm-hmm. He says, you know, they they they've done, they've disciplined you, they they have parented you, they fathered you as best as they they knew how. Right. <laughs> it's like right. we don't we don't always we're called to be reflective of God our Father in the way that we parent and father and these kinds of things oh, and no um, to give good gifts. Yeah, right, right, and, and yeah, uh, he knows that uh, we don't do that perfectly, and so. Um, Again, some of the challenges there of of parenting in the Bible is is we're we're going to, even where we try to do it the best we can, we're not always going to get it perfectly right. And and so we're having to lean, learning how to to lean into Christ all the more, to to continue to grow as parents. Right. So, okay. Where then can parents turn for help and for encouragement in the task?
1: Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We turn to God first, Mm -hmm. obviously. I mean, Mm -hmm whether you want to say prayer or, or not, we have to turn to God first. Yeah. Um, he is the ultimate father and mm-hmm. he is known for love and life, giving both of those. So we're going to have to turn to him first. If we want to know how to best parent, how to, how to care for um, our children mm-hmm. um, so that they live long, productive, fruitful, hopefully spiritually productive lives. Yeah. So that's maybe the start God's word, uh, good and bad examples for one, um, just motivation and goals. Just what are you actually aiming for? And then focus, you know, how to take every single day and, and turn it towards Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, I think all of those are going to come out of God's word, um, seeing those things filled out. Um, and then finally others within the body, Mm -hmm. um, There's no reason for us to parent apart from the church. We just don't have to. Yeah. Um, and we lose so much when we keep it to ourselves. And we're the nuclear family over here, and the church is well over there. And yeah. they have no business telling yep. me how to parent. Um, mm-hmm. We need others to help us parent, just like they need us to help them parent yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: The Bible speaks to parenting. Yep. <laughs> Uh, The father reveals what fathering uh, should really look like Uh, while parenting can certainly be sort of in that, that nuclear setting that that is what we typically think of, but it is, it is also a community project as well. I, I, for one uh, love to have members of our church in the lives of my children, correcting them, reproving them, teaching them, evangelizing them well i think but
1: i think even going beyond (laughs) that though not just directly sort of maybe indirect parenting Mm -hmm. i I need people pouring into me to go yeah maybe that's not the best way to do that my wife does it all the time but there are other people in the church who go i I see she gets really frustrated when you act like this or when you do this thing i need people in the church to say that because it's very hard in the moment where you're constantly dealing with the conflict to stop yourself you need somebody to pull you aside and go I see the pattern. Yeah. Do you see the pattern? Right. Well, do we want to get our parenting tips from people
0: who don't know the Lord? No. Or do we do we primarily? <laughs> but I feel like that's, I mean, kind, of, can, that's kind of. We can sometimes
1: sometimes they oh, can there, give good stuff. things. Yeah, but sure.
0: There's common grace. There's there's you know, yeah, uh,
1: general revelation. These kinds of things. But ultimately, I think those in the church yeah. are going to have better counsel because yeah. it's coming from the Spirit. Hopefully, yeah. and that, that's the idea. Yeah, and trust your
0: discipleship as a parent. That is being discipled. To be Correct. a biblically, biblically faithful parent and trust that to Correct. people who are filled with the Spirit, who know the Word of
1: God, who love Jesus, who but love His church. Ideally, yeah. in the church, they're also the people who see you. Yes, you're going to yeah. have clo- maybe close friends outside of the body who yeah. might say something about your parenting, but h- how much are they really seeing you in the the moment yeah. as compared to the body? Now, that that mm. says something about how we should be you know, interacting with the body, mm-hmm. but the body is who's going to basically be able to see our parenting and reflect on it to us. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just put, wait, I, I mean, where can parents turn for help and encourage, but Jesus church, Jesus church. <laughs> all right. Uh,
1: what are some practical words of wisdom for parents, uh, from the Bible? I'm just going to just bullet this. So don't overwhelm children. Um, don't expect everything all at once. Um, don't expect, um, fruit response from dead people um if they are spiritually dead yes yeah. we want them to behave yes we are still as parents able to discipline but don't mm-hmm. uh, we we have to understand that there's only so much we can do um or expect when we have unregenerate hearts that yeah, we're dealing definitely. with um, submit to one another um, that's especially crucial with believing children mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. kind of maybe maybe often when we think parenting we think you know regenerate parent to unregenerate child. But I mean, as your kids grow, hopefully they are Christians as well. And learning to submit to one another is an important part of that. Mm -hmm. So that can be helpful. Um, It's our responsibility to demonstrate worship and devotion. Yeah. Um, They're not going to learn it on their own. And what they see just in youth group while perfectly fine, just in church, um, they need something more. I think I saw an infographic sometime earlier this week, actually it was saying, You know, those who stay within the church after leaving the home, one of the elements that contributes to that pretty strongly is they saw corporate worship or worship element in the home. It was a regular component of it was real faith. It was real. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then um, this one maybe extends out to parenting further on, but let them care for you. Um, our culture is one that sees parents and children's as distinct once they leave the home yeah. and parents, you know, have to set themselves up for retirement and all this other stuff. We have this culture of "I'm my own and I shouldn't burden my children with it. Yeah. And we don't need to burden our children, but we should expect them to be engaged in our lives. Um, and scripture sort of actually expects it. That's actually the point of the commandment, not necessarily they should obey you and everything. They should honor you. They should take care of you into old age. There's a responsibility there. So mm-hmm. that's maybe something for maybe more thoughtful thought later. It's not quite what we're talking about, but yeah, it's there. And then maybe a last um, notice more than we correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, and watch guard, but don't be quick necessarily to fix every single problem. Yeah, um, I guess we talk about a lot about helicopter you know parenting that constantly surveilling it and watching and we do need them to uh, be able to to address things we don't want it to be destructive but sometimes people need to deal with the consequences including our children um, of sin yeah Um, we don't need to always protect them from their sin we can't always protect them from from sin (laughs) but we certainly can try at times Mm. Make uh, make it so that it avoids the consequences, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's best to put the guards those, around them. Yeah, that's that's it's proper. It's it's sometimes it's right to protect from consequences. Other times, let the consequences play out as a teaching opportunity. Yeah, God the Father does it with us as well. So, mm. yeah, uh,
0: on my side of things, I, I just have Psalm one hundred twenty seven, just a, the reminder when it's especially difficult. Uh, that children are a blessing, a heritage, a uh-huh. joy from the Lord. I think that's very important to remember. Uh-huh. Uh, the whole again, the whole book of Proverbs, uh, just to hear to hear that we are responsible. We have a call as parents to not not you yeah. know not be absentee parents. Uh, and there are a couple ways. I mean, you can literally be absent from the home, but uh-huh. you can also be in the home and still absent. And still, yeah, not and active, right, not engaged. Yep. yep, not engaged. I am very guilty of this. I could, uh, I could, Easily and, fall into it if yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, careful, yeah. yeah. And and we just miss them. We we miss them. Uh, miss their lives happening. Miss the opportunities that God gives to us throughout the course of a day to train, to disciple, to equip, to discipline, and all these kinds of things. Sure. Which again, a book like Proverbs is saying you must do those things. Those things are you critical. To, yeah. um, that's wisdom. That's biblical wisdom. I think all, uh, we see uh, just to kind of take a major theme from Hebrews. We're always wanting to point our children to Jesus mm-hmm. um, I think one of the, the the ways that I've been really helped we mentioned this book a ton on, on this podcast but uh, the, the gentle and lowly um, you sure. know, it's helpful in in a lot of ways but but one of the ways that it impacted me kind of strangely I think functionally is as a father mm-hmm. um, to to you know everybody to my wife to my but to my kids you sure. is is to have a heart that is um, much more, much more gentle uh-huh. and uh, compassionate and kind, and wanting to step into their uh, sins um, as opposed to pushing them away and being so just angry with them, you know, and stuff like that. How could you do that? Uh-huh. Uh, these kinds of things, and so just again, pointing to Jesus, pointing them to Jesus, being pointed to Jesus. Uh, myself. I think uh, the, the the passages um, in Ephesians and Colossians uh, about you know fathers to to children don't provoke your children these right. kinds of things that is household. the word I was looking for provoke <clears throat> yeah the, the household codes yeah. um, I, I think uh, those are those are really really important uh, and they're written to churches uh-huh. and the children are in. In the churches, they're they're, they're parts of the, of the congregation. It seems like sure. at, at least the children that he seems to be addressing are, are children in the Lord. Uh, they're they're not unbelieving children. They're the children who have probably believed in Christ. It seems and. And so they're part of the congregation. Uh, that's something to think about too. You know, is right. is that um, you know if they have believed, they would be baptized and then come into the membership of the church, and, and then they are being yep. addressed by the apostle Paul, right? Exactly. You know, uh, as as uh, real members of, of that church and accountable members of the church. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I, I thought of too here is from the book of Acts, where you have one person who comes to faith in Christ, and then the next thing you know, the whole household has come to faith in Christ. And the way that the thing that just hit me about that, uh, and thinking about it. Is that they didn't uh, once once one person once the a uh, parental or an authority figure in the home was converted to Christ, they didn't go what we tend to do. Uh, a lot of people, at least in our culture, tend to do, which is, well, I believe in Christ, but I'm just going to kind of let them go their own way. Right. <laughs> I'm going to let them believe it's their own common. their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, whether it's with Christ or whether it's with a certain kind of church, whatever it is. Uh, as opposed, I'm not going to you know press upon them. Yeah. Um, this incredibly personal thing yeah. It's like, it's yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to press the gospel on them. I'm not going to yeah. press eternal salvation on them. I'm not going to press uh, biblical doctrine on them. I'm not going right. to press the, the, the need for them to be in like a healthy church. I'm going to kind of let them figure it out and kind of go their own way and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I just don't think like, again, in the book of Acts, it's right. like, they come to faith and then immediately they turn around and the next thing you know, the whole household who, who's able to believe they've all believed. You know, by the grace of God, they've all believed, but the gospel has been preached to the whole household, right. you know, and then churches are built and sound doctrines instructed and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And those kids are being being brought up and all of that as part of it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, just some some practical words of
1: wisdom. I'd, there. I'd add one more as yeah. it came up as you were talking, and it is our relationship with our spouses. Again, fit, yeah. Ephesians fit, you know, 5, kind of pushing into that. But, you yeah. know, the way we treat our spouses is going to say a lot to what our kids see and how we parent. So. Mm hmm. Yeah, it can make parenting harder, <laughs> more difficult mm-hmm. if we don't pay
0: attention to that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and to that point, they they absolutely absolutely are watching absolutely your every yep. move. I mean, if unbelievers are watching every move, I mean, like right. the people in your own home are are seeing and hearing everything. No one knows you better, right? Like you better, right? right. After Jesus, and then your spouse, like then your kids, right?
1: Who you are in that setting is really pretty much who you are. And it's one of those that almost it's a time bomb kind of thing in Mm -hmm. that you may not see them necessarily doing it just right after you. It's not maybe they don't start, you know, talking to your spouse the way you talk to your spouse. But Mm -hmm. maybe it's 10 years, 15 years down the line when they're talking to their spouse or a significant other, that sort of thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: uh, so my wife and I, uh, we're, we're constantly kind of keeping that in front of us, uh, Hey, let's, let's be like this. Let's do this because they're watching. Right. You know, and, uh, it does have an effect and, and some of our gooey gushiness and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> they, they say they despise, it, but I know that they love it. It's rubbing off. Yeah. 15 years from now, kids, when you are listening to these old podcast episodes <laughs> of your father, uh, you will say he was right. Um, so, all right. Uh, George, where does a church fit into all this? I think mean, I think we've kind we've of been beating around this bush. Definitely done, a but
1: lot. Um, I mean, it's a community where love and forgiveness yeah, are center stage. Yeah. That's ultimately it. It's Exactly. I, I put it, the
0: church is a new creation community, and and what more do we want our children to see yeah. have a, have a taste of, in a right. fallen world, than a new creation community? Right. What a church is really it's supposed, supposed to, be. to be. Yeah. 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 I mean you should see so much you see you should see Christ mm-hmm. you should see God yeah you should you should hear the word of God you should see people leaning into grace omnipotent grace you should see a charitable people you should okay. see people who are outdoing one another and showing honor you should see people who have been raised from the dead mm-hmm. who have all their hope on another world you know, yeah. And these kinds of things, I mean, this is why it's so critical that a church be healthy.
1: <laughs> and with parents, just maybe to throw yeah. in the additional. I mean, again, we, we talked about it, that that's what the body is supposed to be. They're the yeah. people who are going right. to see close. Well, who better when your kid has a problem or is dealing with something to go to than somebody in the church when they won't go to you because you're the parent? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're complaining about you. It doesn't matter, but who do you want them going to do you you want them going to their friend at school some other adult that you know you don't trust to share biblical gospel oriented advice with Mm. or somebody in your church
0: Mm -hmm. so yeah okay any final words brother on love in this beautiful but often hard place
1: Mm. Uh, treasure it it's short yeah (laughs) right I mean, that's, that's it. But I mean, right. encourage, we can lose sight of that. And that's why it becomes especially hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sentimentality is, is good, but it's not the point, mm-hmm. you know? It, yeah. I mean, we're going to look back and be, oh, I can't, I, you know, I wish I had my kids at home again. Right. Yeah. There's some of that, but I mean, ultimately, whether you have that, that experience or not, which you do parenting now is, is important. Yeah. Um, you want to
0: be able to look ahead and go, man, that's coming quick. Right. And use that as fuel for the present. Right. So that you just soak it all up. Yeah. The hard stuff. <laughs> yep. The awesome stuff. Uh and and ultimately though you're you're just going, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to drink it all in and bring Christ to bear. I mean ultimately uh, I mean, it's, it's the same just... thing. I mean
1: we we talk about eldering, I mean, we are under shepherds. Mm-hmm. And as parents, we are we're under parents. Under parents. And so I think not underpants, underparent. And you didn't say it wrong, but that's where my mind went, unfortunately. Um, yeah, we're, we're underparents. We have to We're coming eat. to the close of this episode. <laughs> yeah, a little punch. Yeah. punch but yeah, uh, just recognizing that yeah. we are not the ultimate parent, not the ultimate authority. And mm-hmm. maybe give a little bit of grace at times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, man. Can't give
0: enough grace. Okay. Thanks, brother. Appreciate yeah. it.